Welcome back to the Beyond Macros podcast, a show where we teach you about nutrition and the art of working in so you can get the most out of working out. With Thanksgiving around the corner for all of my people in the U.S. and all the December holidays and New Year celebrations around the world, I think this is an appropriate time to address how to navigate staying on track with nutrition during the multitude of holidays that fall at the end of the year. Before we jump in, I just have a small ask. Please take 90 seconds to leave a review for the show on iTunes. I do this for all of my favorite podcasts because I know it makes their day and helps them get high quality guests. Whenever I see a new review on the Beyond Macros show, it makes me happy, truly happy inside. And it keeps me motivated to keep pumping out this free content for you. So a big shout out to Connor Moe for leaving this review. Beyond awesome. Really digging the content and takeaways, smiley face. It's only one sentence and one emoticon and a five-star review, but it made my whole week to see that. Thank you, Connor. Now, without further ado, let's talk about strategies for addressing your nutrition during the holidays. For most people I speak with, the biggest holiday struggle comes in the form of social pressure at a seemingly endless stream of friendsgivings, office holiday parties, and family dinners. Second to the barrage of parties full of tempting hors d'oeuvres and eating at your Italian grandmother's house is the actual travel days themselves. Driving, flying, busing, boating, and training to visit family, friends, and go on vacation means full days where you might not even see a healthy food option, and this further compounds the issue. It also makes sticking to a consistent training routine hard when you're away from your gym fam. It also doesn't help that people have the same mentality as dieters at the end of the year with opposite execution. What I mean by this is that on a diet, people figure, I'll just restrict myself for this period of time and then go back to what was normal once that period of time is done. During the end of the year, I observe some people figure, I'll just go ham on some stuffing until January 1st and then my New Year's resolution kicks in and magic happens. Fortunately, there are some strategies you can employ so that you don't go off track and end up in the Arctic when you wanted to be in the Caribbean. The best part is, none of these strategies I'm about to outline will make you that guy or that girl at these social events, even though it's perfectly fine to be that person. The first strategy is the big overarching one. If you adhere to the 80-20 principle, over the roughly 45 days left in this year, you can take At most, nine meals where you relax and eat what you want, but don't binge. This way, you can enjoy a slice of grandma's famous pumpkin pie, a pint of Uncle Sam's homebrewed beer, or drink to excess with a group of friends who you haven't caught up with in a while. Nine meals is also enough leniency that you won't feel the need to cram all of your cravings into a few meals and just really go off the rails and get into a bad pattern. You can be a little bit more responsible with your laxity. Try to map out when those events will occur, but don't force nine meals onto your calendar if you have less parties or dinners planned. Then, outside of these nine meals, for the rest of 2017, stick to your normal and productive eating habits and routines or continue to focus on making improvements. The second strategy is to always offer to cook something that will help you stay on point for a friend's giving or holiday party. The simplest way to do this, in my opinion, is to make a slow cooker meat dish or bake a big fillet of fish. 
There's rarely enough protein at these holiday events and often way too many dessert options. If you are looking to lose fat, something like a turkey chili is on brand during Thanksgiving and you can load it with veggies as well. On the fish front, you can go with a baked cod recipe. If you're looking to maintain or gain mass, a nice lamb or pork roast or a baked or grilled salmon filet will be a great addition to your Friendsgiving or holiday party. Nobody is going to give you shit for bringing a beautiful piece of meat or fish to a party, especially if there's enough to go around. For you vegetarians, vegans, celiac, and other restricted dieters, I'm sure you are familiar with bringing your own dishes or have friends and family who understand and will make separate dishes that accommodate your needs. If not, you should really have these conversations. The third strategy is to start calibrating your eye and learning how to construct a plate that fits your macronutrient needs on site. For all of our clients, this is why you've weighed and measured your food so that you can intuitively make these unmeasured food choices. For the meals that you've decided aren't one of your nine meals of relaxed standards, make sure you fill up a good deal of your plate with protein, load up with all the vegetables in sight, and then add in any starches you might need to construct a balanced plate. For those who like visual guides, aim for two palm-sized portions of protein. For example, a whole turkey breast, two thick slices of a pork roast, or a piece of fish roughly twice the size of what a restaurant would normally serve you. Aim for at least three fist-sized portions of vegetables. A plate of salad and a fist-sized pile of hot veggies is an example. This will help you avoid going back for seconds of the dangerous stuff, like desserts. Depending on your goal, also aim for the right portions of starch. If you're looking to lose weight, just one fist-sized portion of stuffing and minimal mashed potatoes is probably a good idea, especially if you plan on having a slice of grandma's famous pie. If you're in maintenance mode, shoot for two fist-sized portions of starch, a fist-sized sweet potato and stuffing, for example. If you're looking to gain some mass, you have a bit more leeway, but set your sights on the nutrient-dense starches like sweet potatoes rather than mashed potatoes or stuffing. The fourth strategy is useful in cutting off binge patterns that occur with lovely dessert spreads. I had one client who was the picture of discipline at dinner parties with one major exception. He would meticulously construct perfect plates during dinner only to find himself 20 small little slices of cake deep at the dessert table. We found a strategy that worked for him and has worked for dozens of clients with similar afflictions since then. If this sounds like you, after you have a reasonable portion of dessert, if your brain is saying, go back for more, what you should do is eat a vegetable or protein source and see if you still want to keep eating. If you do, eat the protein or vegetables, but avoid more dessert. That sugar and fat combo in desserts is going to make your brain go haywire. You were wired to eat that crap endlessly, so shut it down with some less palatable foods and take that cake out of your sight. The fifth and last strategy I will discuss addresses the issue of what to do on travel days. It depends on your mode of transport, but the strategy is the same. Since it is usually tough to get enough protein and vegetables while in transit, it helps to bring protein bars, a salad, protein powder, and greens powder or algae like spirulina and chlorella with you. 
whenever I fly somewhere, I stop at my local health food store on the way to the airport and I'll get some of their great prepared foods and either grab one of their pre-made salads or make one of the salad bar. For the salads, I'll load it up with meat, veggies of many colors, and sometimes grains like quinoa or sweet potato to make it feel a little heartier. I'll also pick up some bars like Epic Bars, Omega Bars, RX Bars, or Rise Bars, and some jerky for protein snacks. I'll also grab a few pieces of fruit, and usually more portable fruits, or a package of berries. This is especially important during the holidays when flights tend to get delayed or canceled and there are long lines at security. I've been stuck at the airport before and was super lucky that I prepared and brought a ton of snacks, a salad, and another small meal. If you're traveling with your family, bring enough for everybody. Nothing tears a family apart or causes a family to tear each other apart like the dreaded hangar and stress of airport travel. If I'm driving over long distance, I have a mini cooler that I usually throw all of my snacks and a hot meal into, so that way I can eat these things along the way as I get hungry, rather than hoping that I can find something at a rest stop or middle of nowhere town along the way. I also realize that it's easy to fall out of an exercise routine during travel. It's such a comfortable pattern to go to your gym at home, but it feels way more daunting to make it happen on the road. If this is the case, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. If you can't make it into the local CrossFit box, you can and should still move. You could just do some body weight Tabata intervals, or if weather permits, go for a tempo run outdoors, or you could also just hit the hotel gym and improvise a short Metcon with whatever equipment they might have. I also think going for post-meal walks is massive. I love taking my family or friends' dogs for a walk after a meal, or just invite some family and friends to take a walk with me after the meal, and then you get to have a chance to have a more intimate conversation with those people. Those are five of my most effective strategies for navigating nutrition during the holidays. I'd love to hear what your favorite holiday hacks, recipes, or strategies are. So shoot me an email at matt, M-A-T-T, at beyondmacros.com with what you do to stay on track during the holidays and where you build in some leniency. You can also check out the show notes for this episode at beyondmacros.com slash 14 for a video presentation I gave last year at Paradiso CrossFit on the topic of navigating nutrition during the holidays. Make sure to subscribe to the Beyond Macros podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts because we have some awesome interviews lined up with legends like Rob Wolf, Marcus Philly, as well as some amazing Australia-based experts in flow, nutrition research, and more. We also have an epic series on the forgotten food groups that are making a comeback. You won't want to miss these shows, and I can't wait to share them with you. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.